0: Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is April 11th, and it is the Feast of St. Stanislaus. Uh, We will continue reading about the Church, the people of God, and start with the Church, the Body of Christ today. We are reading paragraphs 785 through 792, and we begin in the name of the Father, the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The holy people of God shares also in Christ's prophetic office, above all in the supernatural sense of faith that belongs to the whole people, lay and clergy, when it unfailingly adheres to this faith, once for all delivered to the saints, and when it deepens its understanding and becomes Christ's witness in the midst of this world. Finally, the people of God shares in the royal office of Christ. He exercises his kingship by drawing all men to himself through his death and resurrection. Christ, King and Lord of the universe, made himself the servant of all. For he came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. For the Christian to reign is to serve him, particularly when serving the poor and the suffering, in whom the church recognizes the image of her poor and suffering founder. The people of God fulfills its royal dignity by a life in keeping with its vocation to serve with Christ. The sign of the cross makes kings of all those reborn in Christ, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit consecrates them as priests so that apart from the the particular service of our ministry, all spiritual and rational Christians are recognized as members of this royal race and sharers in Christ's priestly office. What indeed is as royal for a soul as to govern the the body in obedience to God? And what is as priestly as to dedicate a pure conscience— to the Lord, and to offer the spotless offerings of devotion on the altar of the heart. Roman numeral two, the church, body of Christ. The church is communion with Jesus. From the beginning, Jesus associated his disciples with his own life, revealed the mystery of the kingdom to them, and gave them a share in his mission, joy, and sufferings. Jesus spoke of a still more intimate communion between him and those who would follow him. Abide in me, and I in you. I am the vine, you are the branches. And he proclaimed a mysterious and real communion between his own body and ours. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. When his visible presence was taken from them, Jesus did not leave the disciples orphans, He promised to remain with them until the end of time. He sent them his Spirit. As a result, communion with Jesus has become, in a way, more intense. By communicating his Spirit, Christ mystically constitutes as his body those brothers of his who are called together from every nation. The comparison of the Church with the body casts light on the intimate bond between Christ and his Church, not only is she gathered around him she is united in him in his body three aspects of the church as the body of christ are to be more specifically noted the unity of all her members with each other as a result of their union with christ christ as the as head of the body and the church as bride of christ one body believers who respond to god's word and become members of Christ's body, become intimately united with him. In that body, the life of Christ is communicated to those who believe, and who, through the sacraments, are united in a hidden and real way, to Christ in his passion and glorification. This is especially true of baptism, which unites us to Christ's death and resurrection, and the Eucharist, by which really sharing in the body of the Lord we are taken up into communion with him and with one another. The body's unity does not do away with the diversity of its members. In the building up of Christ's body, there is engaged a diversity of members and functions. There is only one spirit who, according to his own richness and the needs of the ministries, gives his different gifts for the welfare of the church. The unity of the mystical body produces and stimulates charity among the faithful. From this it follows that if one member suffers anything, all the members suffer with him, and if one member is honored, all the members together rejoice. Finally, the unity of the mystical body triumphs over all human divisions. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ— there is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Christ is the head of this body. Christ is the head of the body, the church. He is the principle of creation and redemption. Raised to the Father's glory, in everything he is preeminent, especially in the church, through whom he extends. His reign over all things. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.